0: Be part of an innovative fine arts community immersed in a top research university. Carnegie Mellon University's School of Music's world-class vocal department constantly works at the cutting edge of musical art forms. CMU performance faculty are creating projects that leverage musicians' skill sets in unique and applicable ways. Students are challenged to think outside the box as they engage with non-traditional performance spaces, collaboration with electronics, and improvisation, alongside a robust program of traditional studies, languages, recitals, and operas. To learn more about Carnegie Mellon University and to apply, visit the link in the show notes of this episode. So...
1: so.
2: This is So Lit, Song Lit, a production of Cincinnati Song Initiative, where we reimagine the repertoire by introducing less familiar art songs through sound clips and lively discussion. I'm vocal coach Ellen Rissinger, and I'm soprano Tony marie Palmertree. Join us as we explore
0: this exciting repertoire. So lit, so lit, reimagining the repertoire. Reinhold Glier.
2: Ellen, what's up with this name? We got a couple different languages happening. I'm so confused.
0: (laughs) And this is going to be about Russian music. So (laughs) not to throw things really off track. His father was German, Mm. Reinhold. Okay. And his original last name did not have the E on the end. So I probably, as a good little German girl that I had learned to be in 16 years in Germany, would have said Reinhold Glier. But... In Russia, it has been very much the fashion to be French or to be Frenchified somehow. So he added the E and put an accent and became Reinhold Glier. (laughs) His mother was Polish. His father was German. And he lived in Russia. Wow. That's a very interesting story. How in the world did you find him? Okay, I'm going to cross myself here. The late, great Gennady Meyerson, who ran the Russian... Uh, russian opera workshop i think it was called in philadelphia for many years who taught at ava for many years in the last russian romances concert that he was Mm. able to play during the pandemic he had put together an art song recital of all of this stunningly beautiful music and one of the pieces was rusalka by Reinhold Glier. Mm. And I sat there stunned at how gorgeous this song was and just started, as I'm watching the recital on my iPad, started on my computer, <laughs> going down rabbit holes trying to find more music by Glier. Oh my gosh.
2: I can see why, because this music is amazing.
0: Right? Glier himself, his dates are roughly the same time period as Rachmaninoff. Mm. And, of course, everyone is overshadowed by Rachmaninoff. When it comes to Russian art song, even in my diction classes, everybody just wants... I have two days where people are singing Rachmaninoff and maybe, like, three people that want to sing other things. (laughs) But Gliere is that same time period, but as I would say as many of the the Russian composers of that time were heading towards the west coast of Europe and trying to get their music out into the west... Mm -hmm. Seems like Glier kind of went east. Hmm. So he went more into towards Siberia. Hmm. Azerbaijan, this is something I found super interesting. Azerbaijan asked Glier to create an Azerbaijani style of opera, hmm. so like a standard azerbaijani opera style wow does that make any sense at all i don't know how if i said that correctly but it's i know what it sounds like in my head so like like middle eastern like yeah so it has some uh, some middle eastern influence in it a lot of russian influence Mm. into it wow as an opera Oh, I want to hear that. It is cool. I did. I was able to find some clips of it on YouTube. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Yeah. So you there's I think it may have even only been one aria that I found, but it was mm. it was really cool music. Cool. Let's bring that back. That's awesome. Exactly. And he did. He wrote. He composed five operas, so he didn't have a small output, and he has quite a lot of songs. Mm. And this is probably, hopefully, the only episode where I will ever say this. His songs are almost impossible to get in this country to purchase. Hmm. But because we are in the U S they are in public domain in the United States. They are not in public domain anywhere else as far as I could tell, but in the U S because the copyright was not renewed, they are in public domain here. So if you go on IMSLP, you can download his songs. I, I wish I didn't have to promote IMSLP. Yeah. But in this case, it was the only way I could not find them for purchase Anywhere. And actually, if you Google him, you will only find a few instrumental pieces. Wow. Well, so this is just a project for another musician
2: friend of ours to compile his music and... Let's get a book together. <laughs> That's what I'm
0: saying too. Someone needs to dig out the rabbit hole and yes, bring please it do it for life. us because please. I want more of this. Absolutely. The one bad thing, of course, with IMSLP is that when you download the file, it does not tell you the title of the songs. <laughs> so you really have to dig through and look at the songs and go through everyone. So the the one the ones we focused on. The first one I want to talk about is Ya ja Atlas Злополучный." It's opus 58, number 7. I mean opus 58. You know the guy has composed quite a bit of music already. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What I love about the poem of this is that it is originally a Heinrich Heine poem. So here we go again with Heine. (laughs) Getting in that boat again. Exactly. In this case, we're talking about Atlas who held the world on his shoulders. Mm. You may be familiar with the German song uh, by Schubert, Der Atlas, in that case, it's Ich unglückselige Atlas. Mm-hmm. But that has been translated into Russian. Mm. So we get the whole text. And you can just look at this. The very first chord is an augmented chord. Mm. So you feel the entire weight mm-hmm. of the world sort of whacking right into you. <laughs> how appropriate. Right? Mm-hmm. So you have these huge high chords and then these huge low chords. And then we sort of like, we get this heaviness. So you really feel mm-hmm. ev- all the, the pressure that's building on how unfortunate Atlas is to have <laughs> this entire weight of the world on his shoulders. Ooh. wild mm-hmm. like he gets very very emotional and these chords I mean I don't know how else to explain them they're very Russian mm-hmm. and they're still It ju- you just get this heaviness I can't even explain mm. it any other way yeah and there's a mood there is definitely a mood and just like with Der Atlas in the Schubert version this is made for low voice mm. so we really want to hear a lower voice person sing this and feel all that pressure mm. On the other end of the spectrum, we have Rusalka. Oh, Rusalka. Exactly. Now I'm going to go my diction bent for 2 seconds here because mm. in Czech, her name is Rusalka, and I have spent many, many years trying to get the stress on the first syllable. Mm. In Russian, her name is actually Rusalka. Interesting. So when you're saying Rusalka in English, you're saying it more like the Russians do and not like the Czech people do. So when mm. you're doing the opera, please try to say Rusalka. I love it. Addiction police. <laughs> <A word. laughs> so talk to talk to me about this Rosalica. How did you enjoy this?
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a blessing and a curse, you all. First of all, you'll hear at the end this, uh, you know, you have a little laughter. This. Yes. It, it's The piece starts that way. So, I mean, wow. Right? <laughs> it's very enchanting. It's super cool. But those staccati and the rhythm of it is super hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you have to do, like, five staccati. I, I'm not, like, prepared for five. I want to do six. I want You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. like, you want it to land on a beat somewhere and it doesn't? It does not. <laughs> so there was a substantial amount of time spent <laughs> just trying to get that whole thing down. But it's worth it. You know, it's a mood. So um, uh, that sort of sets the scene right away. And I find that the... The melody that we get into in the piece, you know, I don't sing in Russian very often, but it fits so well for this language. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it made it so much easier. Mm-hmm. It's very enchanting sounding, you know, just mm-hmm. constantly turning over and then over on oneself again and there's surprises in there. It's everything that I would want it to be in a fairy tale type of character.
0: And filled with different kinds of diminished slash augmented chords so you get you get a real sense of magic Mm -hmm. like the chord structures are really fascinating and interesting and they they give this sort of shimmering effect Mm -hmm. i think in the piano part you'll also get this sometimes 32nd notes Sometimes 16th notes in triplets, sometimes mm. a five instead of a six. Mm. Like you get a, a whole lot of different rhythms, so it's always constantly kind of shifting under
1: you. Mm.
2: did a whole opera on this subject. I mean, I I know we already have one, but, like, uh, and it's amazing, but, like, this would... I bet you this whole thing... Oh, my gosh. Right. If
0: this were the basis for another opera on it... Oh, yes, Mm ma'am. And this, I would say, is really coloratura. I don't know. It lies... In this, like, the middle
2: voice, you have to be strong. I mean, you have a lot of stuff going on in the piano that the voice has to sing over. Mm -hmm. And you're right in that middle part of the soprano voice that needs to be strong. But then it goes super high and super fast and staccati. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's kind of a beast. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the wonderful thing about doing songs is, you know, you're not with an orchestra... So, like, it can be done by different size voices, Mm -hmm. just as long as you can move the voice and you have good access to the middle part of your voice, you'll be fine. Yeah, so
0: maybe even a full lyric who can move, something Mm -hmm. that basically you just have to be able to move for the little fast notes here and there.
2: Yeah, definitely, and have super long legato breath for days in the middle, Mm -hmm. because it'll catch up with you in that middle spot.
0: And I would say for the piano part in this, this is the one that feels kind of the most Rachmaninoff ish Mm. to me. This one, the piano part is very bravura and has a lot of interest and a lot of delicacy to it. Just to give us a different example of his style, I wanted to compare his opus 14, number 4, which is Kaksviadla Katnariadna Vesna. How Light and Elegant is the Spring. Mm -hmm. This was also set by Rachmaninoff, but in this poetry, the way that that Glier has said it, like from the title, it says, How Light and Elegant is the Spring. And as he opens the piece up, you have this gorgeous major melody. it's so sweet and you can feel it's you kind okay this is ellen's version of opera you feel bugs bunny walking through the the (laughs) woods singing along and humming along to it and at the end of the song in the text it says and now i'm lonely again Hmm. and the melody from the beginning comes back and now it's in minor the only change he made. He made it from major to minor and suddenly it's gotten so heavy and so sad Mm -hmm. and so depressing. So his compositions really have a lot of gravitas to them, I feel like. I feel like they could stand up to the other Russian composers that we normally do. I think he just needs to get more well-known. Absolutely. And this is a great project
2: for more advanced Students and professionals. Uh, I know for me, I've not sung much Russian, so it's a joy to dive in there and and have something so melodically cool. Yeah. (laughs) That it makes me want to do the language part. (laughs) (laughs) But now that I've bitten off that little bit, I definitely want to do more. But
0: I think. It whets your appetite. It it, it does. It does. I'm I'm thirsty. Yeah. Now I'm looking forward to my Russian diction class this year. Yay!
2: Yeah, so I think uh, more advanced students, because of you know the movement of things in 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 the melody and also the language,
0: I think that's going to be the the major factor. So if you have if you have a younger singer who does speak Russian, we had a Ukrainian American singer mm. last year at Carnegie Mellon, the the last few years, and she could pick something up like this more easily, obviously because yeah. of the language. Yeah. So so this is something to really play with, because I don't I I think vocally. The demands, if you can speak the language, the demands in some of the songs are not beyond an early singer. Yeah, I agree. Musical performances for this episode were performed by Tony and Ellen, recorded at the Camp Recording Studio in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania, along with baritone Micah Madison, recorded at Carnegie Mellon University's Music Department Recording Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania
2: purchase information for the scores
0: discussed in this episode are available in the show notes please rate review and subscribe to help others find this podcast
2: episodes drop every first third and fifth thursday of the month so lit song lit is a production of cincinnati song initiative you can learn more about their network of podcasts at cincinnatisonginitiative.org slash podcasts
1: Are you craving incredible song recitals? Are you interested in a behind-the-scenes view into professional songmaking at the highest levels of artistry? Are you looking to develop your own artistic and entrepreneurial skills as a classical musician in this ever-changing 21st century landscape? If you found yourself saying yes to any of those questions, look no further than Cincinnati Song Initiative's week-long program, The Fellowship of the Song. Taking place this year from May 19 through 26, The Fellowship brings together some of the country's brightest song performers and teachers for a week of classes, concerts, and study events. And we invite you to join us as an auditor, either in person in Cincinnati or online, wherever you may be located. When you join the fellowship as an auditor, you gain instant access to the entire week's events and can go back and relive the magic through HD video recordings of each and every session. To learn more about this incredible new opportunity, visit cincinnatisonginitiative.org slash audit.